if you haven't already, mark down 2023 as a game-changing year for women's football in this country. The Women's World Cup was obviously a huge success with record-breaking crowds and buy-in from what felt like the entire country. Amid some fears momentum might have stalled, the ball has instead been passed on to the Wellington Phoenix women, who sit third on the ladder after six games with a four-win, two-loss record. On Saturday, they scored an epic 2-1 come-from-behind victory over the Perth Glory to cap off what was an awesome afternoon for the club at Auckland's Go Media Stadium. To discuss that success and the growth we are seeing now continuously of the women's game, we're joined by former New Zealand international Maya Jackman. Maya, always grateful for your time here on the run home. Has the form of the Knicks been a, a, a pleasant surprise? Did you see this one coming? Well, firstly, it's nice to be here as well. Um, did I see it coming? Um, I think you just sort of watch with curious eyes uh, at the start of, of every season, especially a, with a, a club that's so, you know, a team that's so new into the A-League, the Women's A-League. Um, but um, I have been coached by Paul Temple and I know that he's, um, you know, he can do some things, so I'm kind of not surprised. <laughs> Yeah, he's been doing a hell of a job. Um, it's, it's not just that they're playing, getting results. It's the style of putting they're playing, Maya. It's, it's so attractive. There's a, a an ability, an encouragement to go and be proactive with the ball rather than waiting, parking the bus and hoping you can nick some draws or a 1-0 win here and there. They're, they're involved in every game. Yeah, and no, I think, you know, he's he's trying to play that short passing dominant, you know, position Um type of football and it is a different sort of a system that we have seen before and um, possibly a system that other other teams are trying hard it's hard for them to crack so but yeah I, I was at I was at the game on Saturday and it was it was really really great really you know and a lot of people were sticking around you know the the men's game was first and um, it was great that they had the women's game as a feature game and so a lot of people stuck around for that game and um, you know off the back of the women's World Cup were again, you know, loving the style and the product that the women's game is producing at the moment. What does that mean to you? Because obviously, when there are two games played, quite often the game that's played first is referred to as the curtain raiser, right? I'm sure you've been yep. in um, scenarios where that reference may have been raised instead of talking a double header. To have the woman go on second, what does that mean to you? Well, I think it, it says what um, people are starting to see the women's game for and really. Um, you know, saying that they're valuing valuing women's football, and I think it's a, it was a really great move, especially after this year, um, and what what the World Cup brought to this country, and the um, you know I think that changed the perception of a lot of people, um, and then so to put that women's game on as a feature game, you know, it just it's it's very humbling for me. You know, I I was always the curtain raiser, we were always the curtain raiser, and so many sports when there is a double header that's just how it is and I love how they've just bucked the trend and used the girls the women as, as the, the feature game and the same the next day with the um, with the two national leagues that went on with uh, Auckland City and Wellington Olympic and Auckland United and Southern. Speaking with former New Zealand international and Maya Jackman and Maya the the the, the atmosphere what was it like because we know we know that the World Cup right drew a bit of a carnival atmosphere, largely because the New Zealand audience, and I, I don't want to say this disrespectfully, was not hugely educated in what that level of football 
is like and they came along and got sucked into the energy and the atmosphere that you can find at these events how was the environment at this game with the uh, with the phoenix women's side all right yeah i mean to be honest it was a, a lot lower than it was for the world cup um yeah but the, the, the fan base that were there and the people that came along, the energy was really great. There was a really great vibe. And um, you know, as the game went along and, and the girls were down 1-0 and then it was one all, And then, you know, they scored that second goal in the second half and the crowd were really, really getting into it. It was really they great. Were. And it's cool, it's cool that, um, you know, those, that seating is so close to the, to the field and you can see the players really well. And, and so... You know, it just makes that atmosphere even even better. So it's a good little place, um, I reckon, to have some really decent football played. Great stadium. It is a great stadium. Now, uh, Perth are a quality side, uh, and while it was come from behind, the, the Knicks really did feel like they had control of that game as they played. Do you think when you see them perform against a side like that, you, can, you see you know, crystal balling here, finals football in their future this season? Oh look, you know they're um, what is it? Is it six games in? I, yep, I definitely think if they keep if they keep the momentum going and they they keep that and, and obviously success breeds belief. Um, so they're starting to um, probably have uh, you know that that mind shift that um, you know mental me, mental mind shift that we can win actually and we can beat top of the table and so what does that mean for us and. You know, it's a great a great bunch of girls that um, PT has recruited. Um, especially you got you know Flea in there. She brings so much um, so much experience and so much um, mana, and you know people respect her and the players respect her so much. And she obviously still has it um, despite her uh, her knee injury. And just um, I think the the rules that rule change on being able to bring in. Um, five visa players has helped a lot with recruitment as well um but you know if, they, if these girls continue to play and they really um have uh what's the word um if they understand what they're doing knowing why they're doing it and they continue doing it the way they're doing it i definitely can see some finals football in the future and look, while there have been a revelation this season, it's not an overnight success, is it, Mo? I mean, the development's been a planned approach um, by the club for a couple of years now. They got copped a bit of stick uh, initially as well, from what I can recall. But now we're seeing the, the benefits of it. Um, you know, the development of some of these rising tales, like Michaela Foster, Chloe Knott. Yeah, I mean, they've got a... Um, and Paul Temple's, you know, been a huge part of that academy set up as well down, down at the Phoenix. And, and you've You've seen uh, Macy Fraser's made a massive impact. She's come in from the academy and Anaya Elliott is. as well. Um, so just you know, what, I guess what what that says is what they're doing. You know, is there, there's always going to be naysayers. You know, with something new and people trying different things. But um, yeah, the the development of the Phoenix in particular and how they're doing the academies down there is. Um, is obviously starting to pay off, and yeah, those those two in particular, and Chloe not has been there since day dot, and I think she just had an outstanding game on Saturday, and um, I think the the players are you know definitely believing in in the system and how they want to play, and and it's a really um, you know when you when you're a player you want to go out and you want to play great football, and when you can and you can pull it off, it just breeds and breeds and it gets better and better. Um, and yeah, and it, so so the development of of this team has has been great. 
Uh, Maya, the, uh, the the big news just keeps coming, obviously, for football at the moment with the announcement of the uh, Auckland A-League franchise uh, given the green light. It'll be from the next season uh, with the men's and then the following season with the women. Now, the men's, it feels like it's a, a tight turnaround um, to get a team together that quick. What are your thoughts on the staggered delivery of the men's and women's side? Yeah, I mean, I can understand um, that, that, you know, the, the franchise wants to do both well and I guess they are wanting to, to do it in a staggered staggered way and I think, you know, I probably said on tally the other night, why don't start with the women then? <laughs> um, you know, because, you know, on, on the ascendancy of um, of the World Cup and where women's football is globally and, um, you know, it's a different product um, to the men's game and so you do have to look at it differently and, and produce it differently. But um, in terms of the bigger picture, um, it's great. You know, the more, more teams we can have in the A-League... Um, the more New Zealand teams and the more opportunity opportunities for Kiwi players to be playing professional. I think it's amazing. When you're talking about the how the um, the equality is starting to creep in, we're talking about double headers now rather than curtain raises, uh, that type of thing we were speaking about before. Does it does it feel inequitable at all that there's it's not the two teams rolled out together? I mean, no franchises come from a position to start from scratch and put both the men's and women's side out within the same year. But uh, you know, given that they uh, have a, a fair a fair whack of coin under their uh, under their belt uh, to play with, it, it would have been nice. Well, it would have been nice. You think you know maybe they do have the resources to give it a good whack and you know recruit the right people to produce the the two different products that you have in the women's and the men's game. Um, of course, you have you know you have your structure, but um, I mean I'm no business person <laughs> or anything like that, but. Um, yeah, My like accountant will it. tell you the same thing about me. <laughs> you could on him. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you doing wrong then? You, no, you must be doing something, right? Well, yeah, I'll give you a chance um, to speak to you, Maya, so I'm very pleased with that. Listen, I'm, it is, it is, I've been really thrilled with seeing the, the Phoenix go. I've, I've got to say that uh, my exposure to the Phoenix women's side uh, was limited prior to this year, uh, but now they are a, uh, a feature on uh, looking to see who's playing and where they're playing in the weekend. I think that says wonders, and I'd say I'm not the only sports fan that's found themselves in that situation. Mike Jackman, always grateful for your time and your insights here on The Run Home. Thanks for having me. Always, always a pleasure.